This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Becky All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and J-Rod here with you. So, J-Rod, on Friday, uh, Aaron and I had a nice long chat about 4th of July traditions and perhaps starting new ones. Uh, I know you have a family, and I've only been in L.A. for a couple of years. And so it's one of those things where even though we may have some really vivid, wonderful memories as kids of the 4th of July, still, though, we have to create new traditions because of our new family, our new location, whatever it is. So uh, what do you have planned for the 4th? Well, I'm actually going to be working. I'm going up to Orlando to do a little – to do some – to do some MLS soccer. So uh, we are doing our thing today and we're just going to be barbecuing. I am not a, I am not a hot dog family. And, and when, when, when you think, when you talk about 4th of July, when I was, cause I grew up in LA where you're at right now, we used to go to Playa del Rey. We had a buddy, uh-huh. we had like nine guys that lived in a house. So we go to Playa and Playa is actually, you know, Phil Jackson lived there. A lot of the Lakers live in Playa. And they lived on the beach there. And we used to get a pig and we would roast it in the sand. So we go there the night before, you put the pig roast out in the sand, you heat it all up. And then that 4th of July, you're drinking all day, having a good time. And then you, as the sun's going down, you open up the thing and then you get the pig roast. So I miss that a lot. But we're going to get a little carne asada. Carne asada. We're going to put that on the grill today. Uh, and have ourselves a nice little carne asada, a Miami-style Independence Day celebrating the United States, because, again, that's why we're here as Cubans. So we're we're happy to be here, and we're going to celebrate in our own way. But we are not – we're not glizzies. We're not a hot dog family. No, sir. I don't blame you at all. I'm, I'm not a big hot dog person myself, because I like to know how my food was put together. And when it comes to hot dogs, I don't always get a definitive answer as far as that question is concerned. And yet I do know where carne asada came, comes from. So that helps exactly. there. And I mean, I mean I'll, I'll have some bratwurst. Yeah. I'll have some bratwurst. I'll have some sausages, you know, some, some oh. Italian links and stuff. But like a hot dog, whew, no, unless they're sponsoring the show, uh, hot dogs, eh, all right. no. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> Now, when I go to, say, like Dodger Stadium, I'll do, like, the all-beef hot dogs, uh, or sometimes they have, say, the all-vegan hot dogs, where I I largely know where everything came from and how it was put together. I will go that route, and that is fun to have at a baseball game, but if you're talking about, like, the generic hot dog, uh, I'm with you. I I try to avoid that as much as possible. Plus, burgers are delicious. Those are fine. Absolutely. If I'm going to get those cards of the bun... It's going to have to be some, it's going to be some red meat for me. So, although, you know, what we do here, we get some Cuban nachos. That's, that's the best thing about it. Cuban, what are? The Cuban nachos, you get some black beans in there. You get the, you get the, the, maybe some carne asada or some, or some ropa vieja, which is like shredded beef with, with some nice Mm. tomato, a nice tomato sauce 
on top of the chips, a little a little sour cream or a, a little you know, uh, crema fresca, some tomatoes, some pico de gallo, and, and the black beans. And then all of a sudden, everyone's saying, Domingo, Herman. <laughs> I, I know it is, what, 824 here on the West Coast, but I am hungry for lunch now. So thanks a lot. See? I'm here for you. I'm here for you, pal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, well, cool. I'm on keto uh, and I'm inter intermittent fasting, so 1 p.m. Eastern cannot come fast enough. Let me tell you, brother. Now, since you're from L.A., I don't need to tell you about the secret menu at In-N-Out Burger, right? Oh, you you know, double-double animal Absolutely. style, all of that mm -hmm. stuff. I am a big double-double mm -hmm. protein style guy. Replace the bun with a lettuce wrap. And Absolutely. that to me makes it okay. I don't go that often, but when I do, lettuce wrap with that burger, mm, it, it, it it's funny. There is a there there is an In and Out right by LAX. So literally, mm -hmm. yep. when I go back home and I fly into LAX, the first stop the Uber it takes me to that to that In and Out, and we crush a couple of burgers. And I will say this: from LA, In and Out. People, In-N-Out has, has, its, has its, you know, there are people that slander In-N-Out, and, and I get it, but it, the one burger, I don't know if you've tried it yet, being an L.A. An LA guy now, it is Fat Burger in L.A. I don't know if you, that's all, Magic Johnson owns all those. If you've had a Fat yes. Burger, maybe, maybe better than In-N-Out, maybe better. Not a lot of hoops to jump through in In-N-Out in, in with secret menus, but those Fat Burgers, but believe it or not, you are the second person to recommend this to me in the last week. Go to the fat burger and knock one out. I haven't done it yet, but when it's time for a burger, I, I may uh, take that route because yeah, I don't no know doubt, what part. Of, I, I mean, I grew, I grew up. I lived in. I lived in like the Hollywood Los Feliz area is where I hung out, and there was a fat burger right yep, yep. there. And mm -hmm. man, we used to crush them. And then if you really, if you want to go to the hood. If you really want to, after a night out, maybe maybe you go downtown clubbing, or you you know you want to come out from the west, other side of the four hundred five. Get yourself go to Tommy's on on yes. On, I was on just Rampart, about to say that on Rampart yep. and Beverly, mommy, mm -hmm. mommy, about three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> Tommy's and Astro Burger. Those are the other two that have been recommended to me uh, in yeah. the last couple of months. It's far as a burger goes and even though i live in la and i try and you know adapt as much as i can i'm still a carnivore at heart i still need a burger every now and again yeah, and at least there are really good options here like people forget that just about everything you need is in la like it's not just kale all the time and smoothies you can get a really good quality burger in la and there are many options for you yeah, so so that's why hot dogs aren't part of the aren't part of the equation. Like exactly. I can't tell you yeah. other than, other than on Hollywood Boulevard when you're coming out of the nightclub or you're coming out of a restaurant or you're coming out of wherever you're coming out of on Hollywood Boulevard, you get the little vendors there. Or downtown mm -hmm. when you're coming out of uh, Crypto.com Arena or LA yes. Live, you know. Although, you know what I discovered the last time I was there? Go wow. to one of those vendors after two a.m. and ask for a soda, and you'll be surprised what you get. Hmm. Interesting. Because that 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 wrapper that wrapper is not a soda. Just saying. Oh, okay. Just all right then. So okay. You know, when cheer, am I ever up you know, past two in the morning? But cheers to the entrepreneurial <laughs> spirit in downtown Los Angeles. <laughs> nice, nicely done. Nicely done.
So uh, I, I have been told that I do need to talk about the hot dog eating contest uh, for tomorrow, mm. the one time that uh, gets my attention as far as hot dogs go. And the question is, Joey Chestnut, how many hot dogs will he eat? And if you look at his numbers uh, over the past several years, uh, 2016 through 2021, he was eating at least 70 hot dogs or more. And last year, there was a bit of a drop-off, uh, only uh, knocking down 63 hot dogs and buns. The number per the betting markets is 73 and a half. And two-thirds of the betting public, they say that he will go under 73 and a half. If you had to pick a side here, J-Rod, which side would you choose? I mean, 14-time champion. Joey Chestnut. That's a lot of hot dogs and father time and digestive systems are undefeated. That's all I'm going to say. I would tend to go with the public. I I think, you know, I think for Joey Chestnut, I think he's come to the part of his career now. Listen, he has the record. He set it in 2021 with 76. So Uh he's not going to get 77. Those days are over. So it's a matter of who is going to pace him. You know, the, the second guy is Jeffrey Esper, and his total is 50 and a half. So all he, he knows, he just if he gets into the 60s, it's a win. He's got those 14 titles. He's got the all-time record. You know, I could see him maybe hovering around 70, but I'm going to go under on this one. He's going to win again, but I'm going to go under. Yeah, I'm going under as well for a different reason. Age may certainly play a role in this, no doubt about it. And the lack of competition may also play a role. If you're not being pushed that much and you know you already have the record and maybe you're not going to come close to it, then then maybe you slow it down just to make sure you can at least finish and finish well. So those two factors I think are important. The biggest factor, though, for me when handicapping this is the weather. The climate, I think, is a big deal because on a hotter day, you tend to sweat a little bit more. And maybe it's a little bit harder to stomach those hot dogs because you just tend to wear out a little bit more. This isn't uh, in a dome, uh, a climate-controlled environment. You are out there in the elements. And so as I look at the weather for tomorrow, I'm seeing 80 degrees, uh, scattered thunderstorms uh, out in Coney Island. And yeah, that's not terribly hot, certainly not hot by our standards, uh, you in Miami, me in LA, Uh, but the humidity at 81%, chance of rain of 70%, the humidity, I think, is the biggest factor here. And if the conditions are not pristine for Chestnut to eat as many hot dogs as possible, I think that will slow him down just enough to where he's not going to reach 73 and remember, and, and if we are talking humidity, I mean, we're, we're getting into the weeds here, Ed. If we are talking humidity, those buns are already going to be damp. Those buns are out and exposed. Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're not in, you know, sealed containers. So you've got already wet buns, so maybe you don't need as much water as, as you did before. So maybe the humidity would actually help a little bit. But I, I think, I think, I think it's, it's an absolute uh, – it, the whole thing's a farce. But, and the fact that we can bet on it is what makes America great. I'll tell you that. Um, but – Man, it's a having two teenage kids. That eating contest, I see that every day. So I don't, I don't need to see that. Yeah, I'll right. bet the under and, and do something else because it, it looks like feeding time at the zoo at my house. So that Coney Island thing is, is, is my house every day. Major league eating. I mean, you think about like 
what you have to do to qualify to make the hot dog eating contest, you know, eating, you know, strawberry rhubarb pie or ice cream, or I don't know. I, I don't know all the events, but I do wonder if say like, if you could find secondary or tertiary markets for these lower uh, eating contests that maybe you would find some better value because it's the hot dog eating contest. That's the one thing that we pay attention to all year long. Uh, but the qualifying events, if you could ever find ways to bet on those, uh, definitely that would be a, a smarter, more efficient play. Well, it's funny. Here in Miami, there is a stop in Major League Eating. They do come to Miami, and they do pastelitos. And the pastelitos are the little pastries that have, they have like guava in them. Sometimes they'll have guava and cheese melted in the pastry. So you can have pastelitos. You can have croquetas. Croqueta, now, croquetas, I can probably go with, I, I can roll with some croquetas. And if you don't know what a croqueta is, it's like you get either ham or cheese or cod um, in a, and it's, it, it's wrapped up in a, in a breaded, deep fried kind of like, it, it, it almost looks like a chicken nugget, only it's, it's long. And those croquetas, oh, you, have, you have croquetas, you have pastelitos. That's what they do down here in Miami. And now that, that's something I'd like to see. We need to diversify, not just these hot dog contests. Right. Let's see here. Major League now, I would eating. Say, I would ask you this, Ed. What, what, food, what food would you be able to eat in a competitive eating contest? When I was a kid, I loved pepperoni pizza. I could eat an entire pepperoni pizza in one sitting and, and not – think twice about it um thin mints the girl scout cookie i i remember uh what was it when i was in middle school i think i ate an entire box just to do it and i was still kind of hungry like maybe i could have started a second box no problem uh but those two stand out but that but again these are things that i think of as a kid like now i can't think of a single food that i would eat for more than say three days in a row like you remember jerry like if you're ever like cooking for yourself it was always a challenge because you'd always make way more than you wanted and then you'd have leftovers for several days and to me after the third day i'm absolutely sick and tired of whatever i'm eating and i'm not going to throw anything out but i know i'm really really struggling after that and so now condense that into the span of 10 minutes that just sounds miserable and, and i'm talking about like foods i love eating i mean what was it like uh you know saturday i had some street tacos those are incredible and i probably could have had a fourth or a fifth but then after that i'm like no i can't do any more of this like i don't think i would enjoy anything enough to just cram it down my throat for 10 minutes you know chicken wings i could probably i could probably get into some chicken wings um cookies cookies Mm -hmm. you know i could probably get into that What kind of cookies i don't know you know, maybe either Oreos. Now, Oreos look out, or those, okay. or those really, those really soft, like the soft chips ahoy's. Oh, my wife just bought a a big box of them, and she put them in the worst thing. She put them in a clear glass container so I could see them. She usually hides stuff all over the house, so all of a sudden, you know, you're you're looking for you open a closet and a bag of Oreos comes out. But uh, I don't have a sweet tooth. But when I get going, man, uh, you give me a you give me a pack of Oreos, and they're gone, man. I'm just feel like, some of the, yeah, yeah, Paul. Yeah, I feel like you could do a number on shrimp. Like they're small. Like you could knock back a bunch of them after a while, especially if you do like a buffalo shrimp, but like not super spicy. I feel like that could get dangerous. Like that, you could crab legs. 
crab that legs. Too. Uh, There's a lot. That's a lot of work. Me, but like, if there are you get me in a Vegas yeah. buffet, and they're gonna lose money. Yeah. When I go to Vegas, yeah. you get me a bit. You, you throw some crab legs, you lose the money. They're gonna tell me to go home. One guy ate 182 strips of bacon in five minutes, and that's a record in major league eating. I'm okay. Thankfully, there's a garbage yeah, can right there. I'll, I'll, I'll be just fine yeah. during the break. No worries. This, this is BetQL Daily presented by... Wait a couple of days to bury him. Let's put it that way. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight. That's coming right up here on the BetQL Network.